Hello. How are you? Happy Friday. It is March 24th, 2017, and it is a Friday. We're on chapter 35 of the Tao Te Ching. I'm going to go back to Dwight Goddard's translation. He titles this chapter, The Virtue or Day of Benevolence. Here it is. The world will go to him who grasps this great principle. They will seek and not be injured. They will find contentment, peace, and rest. Music and dainties attract the passing people, while Tao's reality seen is insipid. Indeed, it has no taste when looked at. There's not enough seen to be prized when listened for. It can scarcely be heard, but the use of it is inexhaustible. Yeah. Well, excuse my audacity. I'm going to coach you on posture again. So I invite you to sit upright. Allow your breath to come from your belly. Feel your head centered above your spine. I know speaking for myself, I'm really prone to letting my head drop forward. And I feel as if there's a connection between that and closing in in my chest, kind of protecting my heart. So I'm going to make an effort to straighten up, and I invite you to do that as well. And do it in a way that doesn't, um, doesn't require you adopt some stiff military posture. We'll sit for 10 minutes. Just allow your focus, that, that attention, that awareness within you to be on the activity of breathing without attempting to control it, still Allowing it to come from the belly. So no control, but enough awareness to make certain that it's coming from deep within you.
staying straight and relaxed. Now, if this seems reasonable to you, can you ask yourself the question right now, who am I? And see, as you do that, how your body responds. What response do you get from your body? And as the thoughts come in, just, just notice them. Stay aware of your body's response. Who am I? Who is this who's asking the question of myself? And who is responding? Now, if you can place some of your awareness in your chest, on your heart. And I invite you to ask yourself that same question one more time while keeping your awareness on your heart. Who am I? Who am I?
stay with it, stay with, stay with whatever response or lack of response you might be getting from your heart. Stay with your breath too. Let your breath come from deep in your belly. Who am I? Who are you? Thoughts are probably arising. That's okay. That's okay. You can notice those too. And then let them pass. Notice the feelings. Who are you? I spent a lot of time today waiting. I had to take care of some bureaucratic stuff, so uh, I was 
waiting. I actually had a number and was waiting for my number to be called. My wife and I were together. We were both waiting, but sometimes separate and sometimes together. And while I was waiting, people were attempting to sell things to the audience of people who was waiting with me. And while I was waiting, I was worried about the parking meter and when it would expire and needing to go out and feed the meter in the rain. And my vehicle was parked a few blocks away, not too far, but far enough that walking in the rain to go feed the meter was inconvenient. And the risk of losing my place in line by leaving in order to feed the meter while I already had the number, you know, if my number were called, then I'd, yeah. And then once we left and got back into the car and drove home from San Francisco, it was solid traffic, just solid, just inching along. You've experienced it. Wow, was it frustrating for me. It just was. And while it may not be for some people, for me to pretend as if it were not frustrating would have been a fiction, a lie, a lie that I would have been telling myself. But there's also a way to acknowledge that frustration without, without creating pain for other people. So it's good for me to remind myself when I'm in situations like I was in today And I would encourage you to remind yourself when you're in situations like these as well, that if you get frustrated, then please don't compound your misery by being further disappointed in yourself for being frustrated or ashamed at your frustration. Why not instead have compassion for it and treat it like another meditation? Earlier in the week, we talked about control controlling oneself. And I said that I didn't like the term control, self-control, because it implied bottling up. And yet when we sit, implicitly we're not acting out for that period of time that we're sitting. And so it's possible in other situations too. I'm still an occasional proponent of getting in your car and driving down the freeway and screaming with the windows rolled up by yourself if you have to. I still do it from time to time. We all need our harmless releases. We're physical creatures. But there are also times when we can notice what's going on for ourselves. Be aware of it, have compassion for it, and not become it. Not turn into the frustration. Which, if we do turn into it often for myself, At least, it turns into complaining, bitching. And when there's an audience for that, that has impact, doesn't it? Let's reread chapter 35 here, the day or virtue of benevolence. The world will go to him who grasps this great principle. The great principle being the virtue of benevolence, I think. They will seek and not be injured. They will find contentment, peace, and rest. So 
So the world is drawn to the person who grasps the virtue of benevolence. It seems self-evident, doesn't it? The world can at times also be drawn to other types of people. But when it's drawn to other types of people, the seeking is not necessarily free of injury. And what they find or what the world finds is not necessarily contentment, peace, and rest. Continuing, music and dainties attract the passing people while Tao's reality scene is insipid. Indeed, it has no taste. When looked at, there is not enough seen to be prized. When listened for, it can scarcely be heard, but the use of it is inexhaustible. The Tao is bland and quiet and barely noticed. We are just pulled left and right and back and forth by all these things taking place outside of ourselves. Getting a number to wait in line, being stuck in traffic. What simple things. Most people have far bigger things to worry about than that shit. And yet even that shit is enough to pull myself or maybe you just tug on us a little bit away from the virtue of benevolence. Or as this chapter says, music and dainties, distractions, glittering objects can pull us away. Oh my God, you know, with the internet, there's so many glittering objects, aren't there? There's so much for us to get distracted by. Both what we would label good and what we'd label bad, it's all there waiting to distract us. Things that frustrate us, things that make us happy. Pull us out of inner alignment. You know? Pull us away from what seems to be a, a, a bland truth. But that is in fact our truth and opens the door to... Uh, infinity allows us to leave our finiteness behind as we align with ourselves, as we become our true selves, as you become your true self. That question that I posed during the meditation, who are you or who am I? Um, I've talked about it a lot, and I hope that it doesn't seem as if I'm attempting to encourage you to label yourself. That's not it. It's almost, it's almost the opposite. The reality is that within us, there's this great mystery that no one will ever actually be able to categorize or characterize or define. It's within every single one of us. And so when I ask myself that question, who am I? One of the answers is that there's no answer. That's true for me anyway. Maybe, maybe your experience is different, which is also exciting. And so you get to test out my words on yourself. Yeah. And thank you for doing that. I'm grateful for that.
And with that, let's conclude this week. Thank you for sitting with me. Have a good weekend. I'll catch you next week.